This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this young lady back. It's Cray News with Kay on a Monday. Kay Smythe, how are you, Kay? I'm great, Joe. How are you? You are great. Let's talk about the UK. You're, you're from Uck, the UK. Um, you're from Wales. The UK would be, don't tell me, it's going to be England, Scotland, Northern Ireland, and Wales. Yes, nailed it, Joe. No, no, why is, lessons are paid off. Well, thank you. Well, I learned that from you. So why isn't Ireland a part of the UK? Is there a reason for that? Oh, I don't know. Uh, is it the whole Protestant Catholic thing? Is that yeah, the- probably. I think it's a. I, I'm not. This is kind of embarrassing. I'm not that great at British political history. I'm way better at sort of like. Well, in this year was like the the Great Plague, and then right. that year was the Great <laughs> Fire of London. So you, you and so you know all the, know about witches. So you know all the fun news out of uh, out of yeah. Great Britain, out of the UK. Yeah. I, I'm I'm guessing it was all part of the British Empire. It was all part of the Roman Empire for for a time as well. So let me ask you: uh, Are we running out of water? Uh, in the UK, because um, it, you, I believe I could be wrong. England itself is is an island. It's surrounded by water everywhere. And you did this story today with the dirtiest, muckiest, ugliest water I've seen. And allegedly, people should learn to to be happy drinking that. Help me out. So the environmental agency's head in the UK, so the the sort of chief executive, if you will, is the head of the EA. This guy, is Sir James Bevan. Um, his first name isn't Sir. That's literally his title. We have those still. <laughs> sir um, and just, Lord. Just it doesn't make any sense. Think we were pretentious enough, you know? <laughs> sir, like, Lord, who's getting knighted. It's also silly. But go ahead. What's the story with this water? So, it's so daft. So he wrote this article for this op-ed for the Sunday Times. And he basically said, like, our judgment day is coming. We are going to be in the what he calls the jaws of death. Because in 20 years, there's going to be no fresh water. And I'm like, that's so weird. But because before we existed and like all throughout history, we've always had enough fresh water. Uh, You know, unlike you, Joe, I had to teach you everything you know about geography. I actually have a degree in it. Um, And so I'm sitting there reading this article that's basically saying we have to conserve water. We have to do more Uh, to manage our water, which I do agree with. I do agree that water management is incredibly important. Of course it's important, but but for God's sakes, don't we have desalinization plants? Can't we just take the water that you're surrounded by and take the salt out of it? Am I missing something? I I think a lot of like, well, it's the environmental agency, so they're not going to, you know, talk about or uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess promote uh, desalinization plants because they are pretty bad for the environment. You know, they, it leads to a lot of this like brackish water. That's by the by. So this guy, instead of saying, "Hey guys, it's been a really hot summer and um, everything's like really dry," which we're not used to, doesn't really happen here very much. It's usually like 
just eternity of rain. Right. That's, you know, it's like, I always say Britain is like the reverse Game of Thrones. We're forever waiting for summer. Like, we've just lived in winter this entire time. I was perpetually cold growing up. We have a lot of precipitation. A lot of that could, yeah, all right, maybe be managed a bit better. But it's not like we're actually short on water. But this guy's like, you guys, uh, so as well as, you know, I'm... I'm hyperbolizing, I guess, here. But he's like, as well as like, you know, like eating bugs and like doing, you know, like doing your own compost in your front room. uh, You should also be like completely comfortable in drinking sewage water. And of course, that made the headline. And, you know, it's the headline that makes the story. I would say 99% of the people who contact me clearly have never read what I've written. They've just read the headlines. And so when I went in and looked at this piece, it really it really didn't provide much in the way of data. It didn't provide much in the way of certainly any numerical information that kind of would justify his claim that we're all going to die from drought in the next 20 years and that climate change is all our fault and it's the end of the freaking universe as if this hasn't happened before in history um but yeah he's just sort of like you guys should all go drink drink pee i mean i'm sure he means like let's clean it but come on there's better ways to get clean i'm gonna say no on the drinking the pee um okay i'm gonna need you to explain uh, explain this if you could now, 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 maybe, listen, I'm not young and hip like you are, but um, when I look at, first of all, I've heard Lizzo sing. The woman can sing. She's a talented lady. I, I find her to be a, a good entertainer. Uh, but listen, she's, she's obese, and this is not me being mean. This is me being scientific. She's obese, and I fear for her health. But not only does she embrace her bigness, but she puts it in your face and dares you to fat, quote unquote, fat shame her. And if you do, then you're the bad guy. But if you're worth $12 million and you're an international star when it comes to the talent that God gave you, why is this what we get from Lizzo? Help me out here. Lizzo's VMA acceptance award speech. Like, let's. No, let's I'm, I'm going to give, give the speech. If you don't mind, just be the wardrobe okay. police right now. I'm going I'm to give the speech, then I want you to comment on, on it. Please. Okay, well, Help me out I don't with know. this. I don't get I, it. I saw it and I thought, I hate couture anyway. That's kind of gross. What, what, um, what is couture? What does that say? I'm dumb. What does that mean? It's basically like, it's sort of like a one of a kind, very high end fashion y thingy. No, she grabbed, um, no, no, she grabbed the drapes and threw them on, right? This isn't high end. No, 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 dude. She jumped out of like a first story window into those, you know, those piles of trash <laughs> that they have on the street in New York. Come on. Just full of like hefty bags. Yes, yes. That's what she did. She just jumped out, plopped herself in there, stood up. It clung to her because like it's sticky and gross. And um, then she decided to strut off down to New Jersey for the VMAs. You, you, you know crap like this. How much do you think she really paid for that? No, she probably got given it for free. It's Jean-Paul Gaultier, so I think they probably dressed her. Like, I, I have never in my life had to pay to wear a dress to an event unless I wanted to wear that dress. I say never in my life. When I was young and cool, um, it's just not, like, it's not something you have to. Usually you go in, you borrow the piece, and then you wear it, you get photographed, and then the designer gets, you know, to up the price for, who, like, anyone who does want to buy it. Stunning. I mean, I, I think that she, I think that Jean-Paul Gaultier, whoever did this, um, I think that people said, let's just throw this at her and see what she says. No way they thought she was going to wear it. And then you mentioned the acceptance speech. Let, let's, let's watch that together, shall we? I don't okay. know yeah. what uh, music video for good means, but I do know what your vote means, and that's a f- lot. 
Your vote means everything to me. It means everything to making a change in this country. So remember when you're voting for your favorite artists, vote to change some of these laws that are oppressing us. Okay, I'm, I, I'm missing something because I'm not sure what law is oppressing her. The, the, the nose ring slash chain she's wearing is worth more than I make in a year. So I'm not, I'm not sure that I understand what it is that this lady is talking about. Not oppressed. She just was handed an award for how great she is. She's uh, the, the, through her third or fourth clothing change, so she's being taken care of that way. Um, flies around on private jets, and she's complaining. Please help me understand what I'm missing. No, you're not missing anything. You absolutely nailed it. She's yet another example of an ultra-wealthy celebrity. And I, I agree with you. I think Lizzo is an exceptional musician. Like She's in, got a brilliant voice. Yeah. She's also very talented when it comes to, I think, a variety of instruments, actually. I wouldn't be surprised if she produces a lot of her music. But this is the thing I always say, Joe. Don't I always say this? Like, why listen to celebrities about anything? They're good at one thing. That's what they're famous for. Yes. And then they try and go and branch out into all these, like, actually pretty complex aspects of macro society and you know they think that they have this platform so i have to use this platform for good and change but they actually just end up looking like massive hypocrites you know it's like right. what's with that snotty little cow from new york called um alex ocasio cortez when she was like oh you know like i'm sorry snotty you know, little cow or like some some robin hood malarkey that she was wearing at the met gala and it's like babe it's the freaking met gala like you did not read the memo. Yeah, here. she she, like, she wore a dress it. that said "Tax the Rich," and she was surrounded by the rich. It was so yeah. stupid. And she got a free thirty thousand dollar ticket, by the way, which is, yeah. I think, a problem. It is uh, casemythe casemythe Just to finish up on Lizzo, and and again, you're younger and more, much more hip than I am. So, do you think she believes she's oppressed, or is she saying that to stay relevant in the minds of those who believe there's oppression? Oh, that's a good question. I, I mean, do. If I ask good questions, you know. Yeah, if it's the former, if she actually believes she's oppressed, then she's e- like she's arguably one of the stupidest people on the face of the earth. Yes. Um, if it's the latter, and she's just saying it for you know for the clout and for the clicks and all that kind of stuff, that's that's probably one of the smarter things. So it's working, isn't it? I don't know. It's which working. Is worse. Well, it's working, and we're talking about it. You wrote a story about it. So, uh, again, do you think she goes in because somebody said, hey, this would be cool. Say you're oppressed and watch the internet go nuts. Or is it that she's really, really just stupid? Part of me in my heart and soul, I just don't believe that anyone in entertainment could come up with something that smart and that okay. mass, like that would have such a mass psychological effect as I it accept has today. That. I, I, yeah, think, I think I you're probably right. Clever. Uh, read everything she writes in the Daily Caller. Follow her on Twitter. She's very active there, very active on Instagram, uh, at K Smythe, and Smythe has an E at the end. Uh, I think we've got time for one more. Let's talk about Hillary Clinton and, and Chelsea Clinton. I've seen the promo for this, but I think you had even more insight. You got to watch the show. What, did. What, what are we talking about here, Kay? Why, why is she popping up on some, is it Netflix? Where is she, where is she showing up? So it's on Apple TV Plus. I I wrote the first article about this, Joe, months ago. Uh, Jeff, my editor over at The Daily Caller, hits me up and he's like, 
what compromising information do Hillary and Chelsea Clinton have on Tim Cook that they got to do this show? Like, look at this thing. So I read, like, the release. I read all the stuff about it in Variety. I think I even spoke to a couple of, like, I've done work with Variety in the past. I spoke to a couple of people over there, and I was like, is this for real? Um, and so that's literally what I entailed my first article i was like what do they have on tim cook and then i come to find out like oh they're actually executive producing which basically means whenever you see in the credits for like movies tv shows executive producer typically means that there's a huge amount of funding involved um so i wouldn't be surprised if they self-funded this entire thing and it's basically them just like strutting off around the country having conversations with you know the show is called gutsy um, I made a really filthy joke in one of my articles that actually got cut. It was that filthy it got cut. Um, you know, we have a great uh, a great culture over at the Daily Caller. You know, to a certain extent, I can kind of write whatever I want to write and feel. Um, but yeah, that I, I made one joke and that, that was, I guess, it was Well, you'll have to tell far. me after we're done with the interview for sure. I'd yeah, like to know what I'll, it is. I'll tell you what, if I get enough people who hit me up on Twitter, okay. I'll I'll say what the joke was. Nice. Um, at K Smythe. Really. At K Smythe. Go and follow her now and ask her to tell the joke. All right, so the whole objective is to what? Make Hillary Clinton look like the lady next door? Is it to make them look like a regular mom and daughter? I mean, yes. what, what is the goal here? It, 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 do you think she's going to launch her campaign to run in 24? What do you think is going on? Do you know what terrifies me, Joe? I've only seen the first two episodes so far because I was very lucky and I was given a screener. I don't even know if I'm supposed to have it, but I'm watching it, so I don't really care. Right. Um, I was just like, I, I tweeted something and someone was like, hey, you can like watch it on here. And it's not a pirate. It's like an actual, like it's the Apple thing. Um, the first episode was interesting. It was basically all about comedians and I'll watch any special on comedy. Like okay. I, I'm... I, from anyone, pretty much. I did turn off one of Bill Burr's most recent ones. So I just it got way too woke. Okay. But the first episode's all about like comedy. Um, Chelsea Clinton actually in the most of the episode came across as someone who I was like, you know what? I've never heard this kind of content from her. I'd never thought about what she has been through like this. Maybe I should give her another minute. But then, Joe, the second episode is all about women who quote unquote tackle hate. Now, there's a lot of very heavy themes in there. They go very deep into hate crimes, neo-Nazis, white supremacy. And there's a lot of stuff like that in the episode um, that sort of like lays that sort of macro overtone of what they're going to be tackling. But in the conversations that they have, the actual neo-Nazi white supremacy thing basically came up right at the start and right at the end but because it set that tone the entire episode essentially just plays out as if it's hillary trying to look like she's a good listener chelsea trying to take the reins and basically be like actually we should cancel everything and then it's all of these other very smart very talented women spewing their guts about what hate is and like i'm not you know uh you know a social linguistic specialist i i don't spend loads of time analyzing how communication will influence not just people's thought but people's actions um except i'm lying and that's literally what i do for a living and in my (laughs) professional experience uh and from my professional analysis in this it Honestly, this piece is like a, a 
I wouldn't go as far as to say it's like a call to arms or like a call to war, but it really pushes that division, I think, and points at it in a way that the left on a political level, I think usually does as like a child throwing their toys out of the pram. But right. in this way, it was very much like if you're not on our side, you are an evil person. Uh, oh, and, 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 and kind of sat there in the middle like, yeah. I don't really know how I feel about this because I'm not a neo-Nazi. I'm not a white supremacist. Right. I'm not a terrible person. I don't care if people are gay. I don't really care what people's race are. You know, I judge people on the music that they listen to and how they choose to drive, not by anything else. And how they treat you, by the way. I mean, but that... also because I don't subscribe to Clinton's version of what good is, she sort of like lumps everyone that doesn't agree with her into this extremist basket of deplorables like, i mean she this is not the first time she said it basket of deplorables basket of irredeemables she she has said it historically and she's not afraid to say it in fact kathy hochel the the governor of new york just said if you're a conservative republican leave new york she said that so i mean this is not anything new for that party they're just saying it out loud now yeah it's quite scary actually joe it, it really I don't think it's going to do her any favors. I don't think it's going to advance whatever platform she's trying to build, whether it's for her, whether it's for Chelsea, whether it's for whatever. But it really was like, I was like, wow, this this really missed the trick that you yeah. were going for. This right. actually made you look like a terrible person. Also, what about all the stuff people hate you for that's like fairly justified, like Benghazi, like the fact that no, she you doesn't were think it's like Pally Pally. With, I love you, you know, like crazy, Jeffrey Kay, but, but you, maybe being from the UK, you don't get it. Uh, I'm going to help you. She doesn't care what we think of her. She doesn't care that we that she's disappointed us. She doesn't care that we hate her. She doesn't care. She thinks that we're all beneath her, so that doesn't matter. What matters is those who tell her how great she is. I mean, literally, she doesn't care. I mean, uh, and I'm not saying it to be flippant. She doesn't. You know, what difference uh, at this point does it make how they died? I mean, she really said that about the four who were killed in Benghazi. She doesn't care. And they lied about a video the entire time. So, so I, I, I love that you're so human that you think that she should and that we should be able to, to give a retort to the stupid thing she's saying, but we can't because she literally doesn't care. She's that evil. It's Kay Smythe. Go in and follow her everywhere at Kay Smythe. Read everything she does in the Daily Caller. Check her out on Newsmax. Kay, thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you so much, Joe. Appreciate you. All right. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Appreciate you stopping by. Thanks a lot for being here. The Joe Pag Show for your Motown Monday. Let's do some pop culture. Right? No, we have no time. <laughs> Paul, give me, give you one line. Dirty pop. Go. 
Uh, I can't even remember. Johnny Depp showed up with the MTV thing digitally. Come on, dude. Yeah. Gotta go. We'll see you. Bye. This <laughs> is the Joe Pegg Show.